Good evening. Uh, so happy that um, everyone is here um, and that you have chosen to spend your Christmas evening with us. I'm very grateful. Uh, so if your holiday season is anything like mine and ours, uh, then the last few weeks have been filled with many preparations that go into celebrating Christmas. Uh, for many of this, for, uh, for many of us, there has been travel, there's been making lists, there's been shopping, there's been wrapping, there's been getting homes ready for visitors, cooking, all sorts of other craziness that we try to fit into our normal day-to-day -day lives. But now here, we have a chance to all be together in this moment. There's nothing to decorate. There's nothing to take out of the oven. There's no lists to check off. There's no Chiefs game to keep track of. Just a chance to slow down, just for a moment. Remind ourselves why we're here and who we're here with. It's been 365 days since the last time we've had the opportunity to all be in this space, all here together, all for this purpose. 365 days have come and gone, and here we are, back together again. We have the service this evening broken down into five different sections. We'll get to understand the hope of the season through the minds and words of some of our younger family members. We have the opportunity to share together in a prayer for peace for this season. We'll listen to a testimony about the love that is around us made possible because of the Christ child. We will share in a prayer of joy and praise for the gifts we are blessed with and the family that we get to share them with before we finally get to concentrate and connect them all through Christ. I ask that as we journey in this time together, that you would allow yourself a chance to reflect. Reflect on the 365 days since the last time you were here on Christmas Eve. Reflect on the hard times, on the valleys. Reflect on those mountaintop experiences. What do you have to celebrate from the last year? Reflect on the new friendships, the lost of loved ones, the new adventures, the medical challenges, the areas of personal growth, the times maybe we have fallen short. But most of all, remember that with all the things that may have happened over this past year, you are here. You made it. And tonight, we get to celebrate by being together with the people that we love. 
to remind ourselves of our blessings and where it all started. From Luke 2, 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their, to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Would you please join me in the call to worship? In those days, a decree went out that a census should be taken, and Joseph went up from Nazareth to Bethlehem to be registered there with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have the baby.
Will you pray with me? So, Lord God, Advent, this time of waiting, is coming to an end. On this eve of Christ's birth, each of us has chosen to be here, to set aside the distractions of the world, to join together as family, and once again dwell in the joy, hope, love, and peace of this season. We welcome you as you grace us with your presence. We are ready, loving God, ready for the coming of your Son. We are ready to pay attention to the life lessons he modeled for us. We are ready to live our lives as disciples of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray and whose birth we honor. Amen. As we light the Advent candle of hope, we come to celebrate Christ's birth. To celebrate Christmas is to hope, to remember, and to prepare for something great to happen. May we become a people of hope in the midst of our world. Could we have all of the children come up, or those who are willing to come up? Oh, oh this is amazing. Look how many of you are here on Christmas Eve. This is wonderful. Okay. Does anyone want to guess what word I'm going to ask you about? Anybody have an idea? God. God is a very good guess, and you're on the right track. It's about God. Hope. Hope is an even better guess. It's one right there, absolutely. So right now, we are going to be talking about hope. Who here has an idea of what hope is? If you were going to describe hope to me, what would hope be? Jesus. Hope as Jesus. Very good. You're, you're too fast. We're going to get there. What's hope? Um, to sharing with somebody else. Very good. Someone can be hopeful that you're sharing with them. That's perfect. Hope is kind of like a light. Like a light. I love it. So sometimes if you're kind of feeling alone or dark, when someone shows you hope, it's like they're lightening, they're lightening up something for you. I love that. Hope is you have faith in someone or like you believe in them or something. That is amazing. Absolutely. So hope meaning that you have faith or that you believe in someone. That's very good. Let's see how this goes. 
I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Yes, very good. Hope for a Merry Christmas. Why do you think that the word hope is used a lot during the Christmas season? Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Oops, anyone else? Sorry, buddy. I hope that um to hope that God has a good birthday. Very good. Yeah. Again, like she said, it's because of like what we celebrate Christmas for. Mm-hmm. It's all about hope. Yes. Christ's birth. Christ's birth gives us lots of hope. Yes. Jesus' birthday. Because it's Jesus' birthday, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think a lot of times um, hope is used during the Christmas season because people say that like, Christ is hope to the world, right? That sometimes, you know, every day there can be a lot of hard things, a lot of challenging things, but we know deep down that God and Jesus you know, Jesus was born so that he could eventually die for our sins, right? So that no matter what we are, we know we're always loved. And so that's kind of that hope in Christ in, in the Christmas time connection. So if I were to ask you, what are you hoping for during Christmas? What would that be? What are you hoping for during Christmas? Presents. Anybody else? Christmas tree. A beautiful Christmas tree. Spending, <coughs> spending time with others. Spending time with others. To catch Santa. To catch Santa. <laughs> did you? You didn't set a trap, did you? Okay, that's good. Building snowmans. Building a snowman. That's great. No, waking up and knowing it's Christmas. Waking up and just knowing the second you open your eyes that it's Christmas time. Family time. Family time. A longer break. <laughs> Toys. Me too. All right, and then to go off of that, what do you hope for for next year? So after all of the presents are done and Christmas is over, what do you hope that will happen this next year? It will be the greatest day ever. Christmas will be the greatest day ever. Um, being on winter break again and not having to go to school. <laughs> Even more snow. Uh, maybe you, not me. <laughs> Playing in the summer. Oh, then now I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Playing in the hot summer. Building an igloo. Building an igloo? You are an architect. That's amazing. 
Spending time with others. And spending time with others, right. So sometimes with Christmas, we, we get so looking forward to some of the presents and the things that we get. And a lot of answers were playing in the snow, playing with other people, having fun, being on break, you know, hoping that other people have a lot of fun, those kinds of things. So I love that it's not just about presence all the time. It's about, as my grandmother used to say, presence with a C, being around other people as well. Um, so here, who here, really fast, because we're running out of time, who here can tell me the story of baby Jesus? Who knows the baby Jesus story about being born? Well, basically, um, God was like, I need you, Mary, to carry my baby. So um, Mary and Joseph went on a camel, and then went, and then Mary realized she was having her baby, and nowhere was open. So this one nice guy let them have the barn, and everybody came, and Jesus was born. Nice job. That was good cliff notes there. So how do you think that story can be all about hope? Why is that a story about hope? Because um, Jesus is all about hope because, um, like, the kids and grown-ups hoped that, um, that um, he could make this world um, better than before because before people were, like, fighting and then... And so they hoped that um, he could um, make um, our world better. And um, so that's why Jesus is all about hope. Very good. So part of what God wants us to do, like Zoe just said, is to be good people and try to do the right thing as often as possible. Not just because we know it's the right thing to do, but also so that other people can see us doing the right thing. And so someone who might be going through a tough time or might be feeling very sad, maybe they can get some happiness or some hope and joy from seeing us trying to do what God wants us to do. This was fabulous, everyone. Thank you so, so much. We're gonna go back to our seats now. Good job.
We light the Advent candle of peace and thank our eternal God for sending the Prince of Peace into our world and offering us peace. May we also be givers of peace when we, like the wise men, still worship our King. Please bow as we offer a prayer for peace. Dear Lord, in a season when every heart should be happy and light, many of us are struggling with the heaviness of life, burdens that steal the joy from our lives. Our peaceful homes are interrupted by unexpected events. We need your peace, Jesus. Lord, we sing the carols that tell the wonderful message of your birth, yet we confess that we are too often filled with wonder of a different kind, wondering when the grief we feel will ease, when sickness or hardship will end, or when rest will come. Will it ever? Is the message still, still true? In a world where worry, not peace, prevails, stir up that good news again. This Christmas, make it real in our hearts. Never have we needed your joy and peace more than now. Thank you for the gift of Jesus, our Emmanuel, the Word made flesh. Forgive us for forgetting that your love never changes, never fades, and that you never abandon the purpose for which you come, to save us from our sinful condition and to give us life eternal the joy of relationship with a holy God. Your birth, your death, sealed your promise to us forever. For those whose hearts are torn by sorrow or broken relationships, for those whose lives know only conflict and confusion, for those whose bodies are tired and tested beyond their ability to endure this year, Precious Savior, draw them close to you. Let them know you are still the same Jesus who was born of a virgin, not in a hospital, but an animal barn, laid in a manger of hay. You are still the one sent by a heavenly Father who offered not condemnation for our sins, but love and forgiveness and grace. We need your peace and joy, Lord. You promised rest for the weary, peace for the anxious, and acceptance for the brokenhearted, not just at Christmas, but every day of every year. Release the joy in us that's been crushed by pride, wrong priorities, or world events. Tear down the strongholds that have held us captive far too long. Take away the apprehensions that rob us of a calm, quiet spirit. Show us again the beauty of that holy night so many centuries ago. Your name is still called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. We choose by faith to make the good news of great joy a reality in our lives so others can see your light through us. We know one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. And we also know that peace on earth can only come when hearts find peace with you. 
You are still our joy. You are still our peace. You are still our hope. You are no longer a babe in the manger. You are Lord of lords and King of kings, and we still celebrate you as Lord this Christmas and always. Amen. We light the Advent candle of love and remember that God came to us in love through Jesus Christ. We look forward to celebrating his birth with a new sense of love for each other. Let us love one another, for love is of God. When I was 18 years old, I received my patriarchal blessing now known as Evangelist Blessing. I was heading off to Graceland in a few months, and I thought that this was a good time to receive it. One of the gifts that I was told that I had was the gift of love. Now that seemed kind of funny to me, because I just thought, that isn't really a gift. Everybody has love. Everybody loves. I was basically shy. I really was, I still am sometimes. When I'm in a situation where I don't know people, I always look to Greg to break the ice for me. As I have grown into my blessing, I understand part of what that gift means to show God's love to those I meet. But I still struggle with that at times. We have been in the Olathe congregation for over 30 years now. We've watched babies come into the group, Children grow up, and some have become adults and have children of their own. We've watched members pass on, both young and old, and for those of us who were once the young adults, we have now become the older adults, and we are now looking to the younger ones for our leadership. I have tried to use my gift of love, but it's not always easy. When there is a definite need, I know what to do, and I try to do it. 
It's when there is a need and I'm not sure what I should do that I struggle. I reached out to a friend a couple of years ago and she expressed that I didn't need to do this. I told her that I needed to do it and she needed to accept it. She graciously let me give to her. As most of you know, I have had two falls in the last six months. Yes, I'm clumsy. The first one resulted in a compression fracture in my back. I was in PT for that when I fell again. This time I broke a bone in my elbow and my left arm, and I am very left-handed. That's why Greg lit the candle for us. I was very down when I realized that I wouldn't be able to put up my Christmas decorations like I like to do. Our daughter Jen asked me if, I would be, if it would be okay if she put out a plea on Facebook asking friends to come one Saturday morning to help decorate. I was a little reluctant at first because everyone is busy and they all have their own things that they're trying to do. My friend who I had, I had told that I needed to help her reminded me of that fact and said friends needed to help me now not only for me, but for themselves. So over two Saturdays, I had about 20 people come and help. It was wonderful. They say they enjoyed decorating at my house, and I enjoyed their company, as well as the different ways they had of decorating, different than I'd ever thought to do. As I look around my decorated house, I think of the love that was shown to me through those who came. I want to use part of Stacy Cram's testimony on the back of our bulletin from last Sunday. She said, there are many people in our world who have not experienced the promise of love like I have. Many people are isolated and disconnected from others. For them, understanding the promise of love that is fulfilled through God's gift of Jesus to the world is nearly impossible. When people have limited or no experience with human love, understanding or believing the promises of God's unconditional love becomes unimaginable. God asks us to make his promise of love real to all people. As disciples, we must put love into action through our words and deeds. When we embody his love that was foretold in Isaiah and fulfilled through the birth of Jesus, we are God's promise of love and everyone is included. I want to continue to use my gift of love and more importantly, I want to expand it to those who don't know of God's love and need it in their lives.
As we light the Advent candle of joy, may we too sense the excitement in the air. May we feel the joy in our lives and share it with those around us. Help us to have the joy that does not depend upon earthly happiness, but instead instead depends upon, upon our gracious God. Would you please pray with me? Dear Lord, as we gather together tonight, please help us to be able to sit and be fully present in what Christmas is really about. Help us to put aside the stress that holiday expectations can bring and fully immerse ourselves in the joy of the season. True joy that can only be experienced in Christ. That feeling of worthiness and wholeness that only comes from knowing that even without the presents and the big dinners and the perfect holiday traditions, that we have been created perfect in your eyes, perfect in our imperfections. You don't love us or accept us because of all of the things we have accomplished. You love us just for being. And in this knowledge, please help us to feel complete enough to authentically connect with each other, to lift each other up instead of pushing each other down, to reach out and extend a hand instead of remaining silent, to choose empathy and understanding instead of judgment, to sink into each moment instead of pushing on to the next task on the to-do list. True joy can heal any moment and remains regardless of the circumstances in this earthly life. Thank you for sending your son to teach us about what true joy really is, what acceptance is, um, not only acceptance of each other, but also of ourselves. In your most loving, holy name we pray, amen. We light the Christ candle to tell us that Jesus is born. Tomorrow is Christmas, a day of gifts, of love, and laughter. We do all this because of the baby Jesus, the greatest gift of all. For 2,000 years, saints through the ages have celebrated Emmanuel, God with us, and we join with believers all over the world in celebrating Christ's birth. Let us walk together in hope, peace, love, and joy in the light of God that shines in Christ.
made it through the year and I did not even collapse. Gotta say, thank God for that. I'm torn between what keeps me whole and what tears me in half. I'll fall apart or stay intact. With tired eyes, I stumble back to bed. I need to realize my sorry life's not hanging by a thread, at least not yet. So look at me now. It's finally Christmas and I'm home and indoors to get out of this weather. I don't know how, but the closest friends I've ever known are all inside, singing together, singing Merry Christmas, here's to many more. always hurt to be all by myself this time of year cold and lonely Christmas Eve and living out my days alone well that had been my deepest fear but you promised you won't leave I look toward the east and see a star Jesus Christ has blessed my life to know just who you are you are my hope so look at me now it's finally Christmas and I'm home and indoors to get out of this weather I don't know the closest friends I've ever known are all inside, singing together, singing Merry Christmas, here's to many more. Deck the halls with mistletoe, may all your heavy burdens go, up the chimney in a cloud of smoke, the fire's burning bright, strike up the Christmas will be here and soon You'll hear our song in every room This Merry Christmas night Fa la 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 Singing Merry Christmas Here's to From Doctrine and Covenants 163, 11a. The baby that is born tonight and that night long ago is changing the world. We will be humble like Mary and accept the gifts of Jesus Christ. We will be joyous like the shepherds and become his witnesses. 
We will be wise like the wise men of old and offer our gifts in his name to the neediest around us. We will be the body of Christ growing as Jesus grew to understand and do the will of God. We will be the community of Christ, ushering in the peaceable kingdom.